What's up, everybody? E Squared, the podcast, coming at you live. And man, it's been a crazy two months, man. And as always, I'm here with my co-host. Okay, since it's the two-month anniversary, I'ma just say, Andre Jackson, Flax and Waxon, always stay packing, always eating cracklings because he is Muslim. <laughs> two-month anniversary. Come on, Andre. <laughs> None of that is true, as always, guys, you know, but I love the energy, you know, we have crossed the two-month mark, actually, uh, last, yesterday, last Sunday, um, and we're energized, you know, we're revving, you know, at all gears, you know, and, uh, I really just want to use this episode as a, um, just a, a think piece or, you know, just an open space for us to talk about how we felt we've gotten so far, you know, in the two months we've been working, and your, you guys' personal opinion on the podcast and how you feel about it. Uh, Jalen, would you like to, you know, put your little two cents in, man? Because you just wilded out with the whole thing. <laughs> all that shit. I don't uh, even like cracklings. <laughs> man, well, uh, basically, um, I we just want to say thank you, man. Uh, For sure, yeah, definitely. We've been afforded some opportunities that we didn't see coming these uh, past two months when starting this podcast, you know. Um, one of the main things uh, that we got to do is um, network more in our community. Um, like, we've got to interview candidates for the podcast and um, also interview other politicians. Local such as officials. Exactly, such as Constable Bates. And we were even invited to the Democratic Gallery. That was great. That was great. That, that, I mean, that was a great experience. Just being around, you know, so many people, so many higher ups. You know, it really feels like with the help of you guys that this podcast is getting to the place to where we can actually start implementing change. And, you know, of course, you know, we, we, we just sit up here and ramble our thoughts, but we just really appreciate all the feedback that you, that you guys give and all the support that you guys give. You guys share the podcast, you guys comment, and then, like, 10 of y'all I know want to be on the show, so, like, we just really want to thank you guys. We really do. And if 10 want to be on, we, we gunning for 20 more. You know? Exactly. This is an, uh, an open forum, not just for ourselves, but for young, like-minded individuals. And uh, if anything you've gotten from this podcast, again, I say this a lot, I just hope you're inspired to do whatever you want, you know, whatever that may be. It may not even be the same path we're walking on, but as long as you feel energized and uh, just more ambitious about your goals, then we have accomplished, you know, something for me. That's a goal for me. I want to spread positivity and love everywhere. And... I want to say, you know, just my two cents is, is that I, I know a lot of guys probably have been feeling like this, but uh, we've kind of been skimping just a little bit on the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jalen, since we got, you know, just a couple minutes to ramble for a second, how you feel about this Drake Pusha T stuff? Because I just seen, like, oh, uh, two, three days ago, that uh, officially, you know, we seen Jay Prince and all that bullcrap talking about Drake. <laughs> but uh, Pusha T himself said that the beef is over. Mm-hmm. So now that, you know, I guess we kind of got the final nail in the coffin. What's your opinion on the whole little debacle? You know, you know what I'm saying? The little situation. A little cool. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, my whole opinion about it is that it kind of, I kind of got frustrated because, um, first of all, big ups to both Pusha T and Drake. You know, I, I love seeing uh, people, I, I know a lot of people don't uh, see it this way, but I love seeing healthy rap beat. 
you know when when people can just go at it in lyrics and go at it uh on wax instead of you know taking it off the streets and these are these are two powerful lyricists who could really do that you know with a lot of trap artists it's it's, a, it's about like fuck you oh fuck me i'm gonna kill you next time i see you you know rp mozzie you know what i'm saying but that 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 that's how it is so it's really cool seeing that two lyricists can actually just keep it on wax keep it on instrumentals even if it's that intense like pusha t and drake uh but one of my my main big issues with it is like you know rap it, it just shows that rap beef can't really have longevity these days because people a are sensitive and b they're fanboys and that's why they're sensitive and it's like i i, I kind of hate the people who came out and said oh pusha t did too much on 80 on uh i'm like Bro, like, did you hear Hit Him Up by Tupac? Yeah, exactly. Did you hear that? Like, <laughs> First off, fuck your bitch and the click you claim. Hey. Yeah. And, how we rock. And, and, and so my thing is, it's like, that, he he didn't, like, for me, like, Pusha T didn't stretch any boundaries. I just feel like a lot of these fanboys feel so offended. Like, exactly. you, you got to understand, in a rap beef, you can be fans of both rappers. And still, and but still enjoy the beef. And you can be a fan of somebody after they've taken an L. Exactly. Like a lot of people feel like everybody got to be perfect or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and I feel like if anybody embodies that, it's Drake, especially with his fans and stuff. Yeah, he, he can do no wrong. There stands, bro. But it, even the OG, the OG of hip hop, said that he took a loss. Did he? Did he came out and said that you know he took an L? And like, I mean. Diddy is being somebody who has witnessed rap beef good and bad. Been so, game 20 plus years. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, closest thing we have to the billionaire except for Dr. Dre. And Jay. And, and Jay. And so, you know, with him coming out to say that, guys, just admit it. Drake lost this one, you know. I, I feel like, you know, he came out good with Doopy, but I really feel like he wasn't expecting Pusha T to come out with another track. Because Pusha T is from another era when, when, when we're looking at it. Uh, well, not even an era, but another side to where like coat rap is 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 really like battle like it's like okay like oh you came with that i'm gonna have this like two days later come on let's go and so like i really feel like he wasn't expecting that you know that like push it to come back at him because only reason why meek lost is because he was solid it took him as long as he did as he did to respond and his response really wasn't that good yeah like, uh, meek had didn't he use the undertaker beat he he under, he sampled like the I Undertaker. Think that, was, that was what it was. But even then, like I, I just feel like uh, Meek just he fumbled and Drake yeah. capitalized off that. And now I think that gave him an idea of what rap beef was. And then Pusha T came and showed him, nah, this is what it really is. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't ready for that. And I feel like it's evidence of you know uh, not only are in today's society where we too sensitive and stuff, especially with fans, but rap is a it's a it's an industry. You know what I'm saying yeah. it's money, and Drake is. The cash cow. That's why I feel like Jay Prince came out and was saying what he was saying. He I got money invested in him, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people not going to beef how they used to because money is on the table. You know, rather keep, stay friends, be cordial, not get outside your public image that's making you all this money by beefing with somebody. Now I'm just, I'm a, it's lame, bro. I'm going to push it to the side. But, you know, people, we flashed back three, four years ago, we was happily cheering Drake, memeing the fuck out of me. Like, that man was performing with yeah, memes behind yeah. him. Like, that's, 
That's disrespectful as fuck, dog. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? You, we was cool with him dragging me through the mud. But once Drake get a little speck of dirt on him, oh, we, we be doing too much now. Yeah, Hold on, yeah, you know like, like that's lame as fuck, bro. That's rap beef. Exactly. Like, so what do you think about like Jay Prince making that OG call? Do you feel like Drake didn't take a loss since that OG call quotation OG call was made, or do you feel like do you still feel like it's a loss? I feel like uh, if anything, Jay Prince coming out doing that solidified the hell. Like, <laughs> like, it, it most definitely Drake caught an L from Push. I do feel like uh, I also think that he was talking about Drake had a, a diss that could have ended everybody. I don't believe it at all that it exists, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. And it's just that I do think Drake has some information on Kanye just from the fact that, like he said in Duffy, uh, our father had the strands. Father had to stretch his hands for me to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. name dropping shit that he's previously obviously must have written for Kanye. So I do think he had some dirt, but I do not think he had a a, a diss ready already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I think Drake was in the process of trying to make something, and then the powers that be behind the scene came in and was like, "Hey, don't even speak on it." Then Prince came out, made the statement for Drake. It's not like Drake came out himself and said that somebody else did. And that's just to me evidence that. Drake is making too much money for him to be doing what he's doing. It's cool when he went in, but Push really threw dirt on him. And yeah. people saw that. They saw the, started to see the cracks and the creases in his armor. And Drake is, he he not invulnerable. Bro. He's not, uh, what's the word? Untangible. Uh, yeah, intangible. And, and, and one, one of my things, and, and like to amend to your point, is that, you know, this, this thing about him having a secret baby mama has been going on like that uh, since like what what like last year? Or like two, I, I want to say I heard like two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, two not years ago. That he was having a baby mama, not that the baby was born. So. But that stuff with like Johnny Blaze too. Yeah. yeah. See, but all that to me was just rumors and stuff. Yeah. Like, when Push said it. That confirmed it. You know. What I'm but saying? but you know uh, the Rose chick. She came out like in January saying that uh, that uh, that song Sacrifices was about her. Like the uh, when. Uh, Drake starts off, he said, wrote this shit, January 21, baby girl, I have to run, I'll be back a couple months, like, like, yeah, she said that, that, that lyric was about her, because, like, and she even tied up, that's when she met Drake, that's when she met Drake, and all that stuff happened, and then, you know, he said, I'll be back a couple months, and we all know in our, in the black culture, that means that, you know, that's the basic, uh, I'm going to the store point of, like, I'm going, but I'm not really coming back. And so, like, Pusha T took that stuff. He took those headlines, and he, and he even took, you know, the blackface picture and spun the narrative completely around. Nobody knew that existed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people probably knew it existed, but, like, like back then, you know. Oh, and, like and, when the picture was. Yeah, standing. like, back in 08, 07. But, like, you know, he took that and just completely spun that narrative. And I feel like that's... That's what rap beef is. And technically, that's what Drake did to me. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly what Pusha did to Drake. Because Pusha know he wasn't blackface and to be a racist. He said that that's just, he was, that was just a calculated diss from everything, from the cover art to the, the name of it to the beat selection. It was just a calculated diss, bro. I, let me ask y'all this. Because on Twitter, you know, it came up and it was a, it was a pretty good point that was made as far as hip-hop fans and Drake fans. Does Drake have, is his fans hip-hop fans or are they simply Drake fans? You are speaking 100% facts. I've been thinking about some shit like that for the longest, bro. These niggas not rap fans. 
75 percent of people who exactly. like rap music right now are not rap fans they're not hip-hop fans they popular music fans yeah. rap is just popular music right now you know what i'm saying none of these people give a fuck about the rules the regulations the shit so the could that could that play an effect of how people respond to the response to the the distance how people just like oh he went too too hard he did too much on drake when you got you know eminem when he you know went after mariah carey so how uh, could Eminem you, yeah. when he went after uh, yeah, Benzino. How could, yeah, how could you say that that was that was too deep of a diss if you're a rap fan? And, and I think we fan. I think we were actually talking about this, and you actually elaborated on the same thing uh, a couple of days ago that you know since you know rap is the number one genre now now it's like uh, it, it's mainstream. So in the mainstream audience, that isn't normal. You know, even in the mainstream, when you talk about what was mainstream, and I'm gonna just pick a time, uh, 03, 05, it was it's pop, pop bands, boy bands. You know, uh, a lot of people didn't know that, you know, um, Justin Timberlake had a lot of beefs. Justin Timberlake would beef with Christina Aguilera, uh, Britney Spears, um, Prince, and, and but these things, and, 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 and even, Though people shed light on it, like uh, the Prince situation when uh, Prince said, uh, I don't know who brought Sexy back because he never left. Even though they shed light, light on it, they didn't go deep into it into actually like this was actually like, uh, this was actually deep shit. Like, you know, Justin actually had bad relationships with these people. It wasn't just, you know, them playing around. And that's kind of how, you know, they kind of disguised it. Mm -hmm. But that, nah, it have to, half of Britney Spears, you know, mental issues uh, came from, of course, Kevin Federline. But, you know, just the pop industry, period. And some of the pop stars, you know, Christina and Pink even beefed out for a moment. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of pop stars had beef, but, you know, it was. It was always more for uh, our entertainment type thing. We yeah. just got to really see the downfall of these people. That's what was entertaining, yeah. not necessarily the altercations amongst these people. Exactly. That's, that's how popular music is. We, uh, we, as people, have this weird fascination and interest with seeing the worst happen to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? While pretending yeah. that we're being good people and stuff, but we champion looking at people go through hell. Like, uh, the shit when, when it happened with Britney when she was cutting her hair, she was wilding out, you know, she had yeah, that, that umbrella. That was entertainment for us. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's sad. And if we, we even laughed at the guy who made the video. Uh, we even laughed at the guy who made the video. The, Leave Britney alone. Oh, yeah. and, but, like, in hindsight, he was right. He was absolutely right. Leave Britney alone, bro. Like, you know, but it, it just goes off to what you were saying. In popular music, we just have, like, in mainstream, we just have this weird fascination, this damn near sadistic of just seeing other people fall and seeing other people fail. But we hate seeing people battle it out. You know, equal people battle it out. I do feel like there may just be a tinge, a little twinge of uh, being uncomfortable seeing black people do that, black men in particular, you might have like a little subconscious idea that it could turn violent and that's to turn off to some people and stuff, but you'd be comfortable with two white people. Yeah, and, and, and that's crazy. And that kind of goes in back to the cultural appropriation thing and when we stem it that far back. But we already had an episode about that, so, you know. I just feel like um, if you cannot quote, if you cannot talk about hip-hop classics previous to your uh, interest in it, you really shouldn't be telling anybody what they're doing, regardless <laughs> of uh, how much of a fan you are of one specific person. If you're not a fan of the genre as a whole, I don't understand why you feel you have a place to speak on it. 
uh, even if you know again unfortunately rap is the most popular genre right now you really don't have too much control over that as a rap fan but just me giving advice to you as a person you, why would you want to speak on something you don't understand like you know I, I like anime but I don't think I need to speak on the current affairs of Japan or some shit you know I don't know what they're going on with their currency or their laws or some shit you know, I mean just like this part of it but I, I'm not entitled to speak collectively about that shit exactly and uh, stop dick riding bro it's the, it's the truth that's, that's truth. what it make it seem like that's why it's the main reason why you should stop doing it because that's what make it seem like you're literally dick riding because you have to understand that in rap culture in hip hop culture Drake has taken this L now, as far as society is concerned and how you rate Drake, compare his relevancy towards Pusha T's re relevancy in your world doesn't matter. But in hip-hop world, in rap Love. culture, he's a goner as far as this yeah, beat. And, 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 and that's one thing I also wanted to uh, elaborate on when we're talking about this beef. People need to stop being so sensitive about rap beefs because it do not end careers. No. It don't end careers. I mean, it, shit, me got locked up. Came back, nigga, just as famous as he was. If not a bit more famous. Fam exactly. Because he had got, got a whole shout out from the Queen B. And that song, In the Hood, Holland. And then Drake even put out a verse. Uh, ending the beef and say when he uh, came out with uh, Family Feud with Lil Wayne and he said you know what's the point in beefing when we really bud and so like you know he like that's how you know rap beef really doesn't end careers you know it's now how you take that rap beef and how you uh, take your career at that point can affect you like say for instance a jaw rule you know a lot of people think the uh, 50 ended jaw's career no Ja ended Ja's career. You know, when you consider that Ja Rule was really just a hit maker, and when he started beefing with 50, you know, and he allegedly, one of his goons allegedly stabbed 50, you know, he, he put himself in that realm of real rappers. And then you could see that he, he didn't fit. And so people just stopped listening to it, and plus he went to jail. So it, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's like... A combination of Yeah. Things. It wasn't necessarily strictly... It's not like 50 just straight up in this group. Exactly. Like that's not what it was. I mean... It was not, how he maneuvered afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You know, Nas and Jay, neither one of them killed each other, but they both produced some of the most disrespectful diss tracks. <laughs> a lot of people sleep on Super Ugly, but that is disrespectful as fuck. People don't know this, but Jay-Z Mama called up to the radio station to make him apologize for that shit. Everybody knows that Ether, you know, yeah, that's, either, that's the yeah. go to Ether and hit him up. They both yeah, disrespectful yeah. as fuck. I mean, shit. Uh, Ice Cube on tape. Saying, bro, ran up in your ass quick. You know that like, was a different time. <laughs> but I mean, shit, all them niggas flourished after that. Exactly. So rap beef does not end careers. So like, you know, there's this notion, uh, definitely with these fanboys, to where like, you know, no, Drake is still making. Uh, Drake makes more money than Pusha. Like that's not what we're talking about. That's not that's what that you're not rapping. Right. Yeah, exactly. That don't matter. Exactly. None of that matters. No, money, relevancy, none of that matters in rap beef. None of that. It's, it's, it's bar it's for bar. It's strictly, song, like you song. said, bar for bar, pun for pun, who going at each other the hardest. None of that is that niggas like bringing up sales and all types of extra shit. Like, no, what is that? So, I mean, at the end of the day, all niggas can say, I mean, y'all rap niggas famous, but is y'all making billionaire money, bro? Like, Y'all not as rich as these oil niggas. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> it's that's stupid though. Yeah. That nigga, what the fuck is Drake to Warren Buffett? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm Someone who has like a hundred billion. Yeah. Dollars. Somebody dissed that nigga. Making thousands of dollars <laughs> yeah. a second or something. Yeah, shit, exactly. Ain't none of us got money like that. That was, that, that was never in the conversation, but. 
Uh, yeah, we're gonna try to focus on entertainment and stuff like that a bit more in our uh, future episodes. But you know, we uh, we really wanna start um, formatting episodes to relevancy. So whatever you guys think is the most relevant thing to talk about, even if it's not entertainment, you know, we really just want to, you know, make sure we're talking about what you guys talk about and touching on things that you touched on. Um, before we um, really wrap this episode up, I wanted to uh, tell you guys a couple things, a couple plans. We had, you know, not 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 giving y'all the whole methodical plan because some stuff going to have to be surprises, but... <laughs> But um we uh it's been uh we the most recent episodes of June we haven't even you know expressed this but we just want to say happy pride happy pride, happy pride. Uh, you know all to all my straight lesbian gay bisexual pansexual transsexual people um we really support you and we really um uh yeah we we really support you and um we we all notice that we're all human um, we had an, uh, our chance, me and Andre's first Pride ever in Beaumont, and it was really something awesome. Uh, just seeing all the love that was just reciprocated, like nobody was mad, you know. Exactly, everybody was in a good mood. Yeah, and it was just like a great energy, just like all over, radiating everywhere. Exactly, and you know, uh, for for the later of the month, for the latter of the month, we're really gonna focus on, you know. Um, pride and people who identify um, with LGBTQ and uh, just the struggles that they face but also you know why they're so happy being comfortable with themselves and um, I really think you guys be excited for that and uh, what else we're gonna do in Andre we're doing a lot of stuff we also have a mental health episode coming yeah, yeah, up we've been we've been working on we just want to uh, that's an extremely you know sensitive topic and we want to make sure we do it right yeah, but that is definitely in the works. We have rest in peace to K Spade. Yes, rest in peace K Spade. Um, Mr. Bourdain. Yes, Anthony Bourdain. Rest in peace. I actually watched, uh, you know, the food, uh, the travel, uh, food travel network, uh, a lot, and just uh, one of his most famous pieces was the show he did with Obama, and uh, that was just so amazing to me, and that really got me onto the rest of his series, and just how when he traveled. He just made traveling the priority. How he said that, you know, traveling can really open our perception and our experiences to, you know, and because and, and, a lot of times our, our political, our, our social um, issues, our platforms can be made from just, you know, what we see and what we uh, interact with every day. And a lot of us, you know, we don't interact with a lot of people every day. So just imagine if you travel every single day to all these other places, your perception on life is gonna change. You grow. Exactly, but it, it shows that, you know, you can hide, anybody can hide that, 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 that sense of jubilance, but you never know what people are going through. And that's why it's always important. It's, it, it's super important to seek help when you're feeling that way. And most importantly, um, Jade, my uh, sister, um, she actually made an important post uh, on Facebook the other day just talking about how like when we, all these celebrities die from suicide, you know, I know the, the guy from uh, the K-pop group Shining, he died. And uh, but when, when we talk about these people, all we're always talking about, oh, this is so sad, this is so sad, but we don't even check up on our own friends like we're supposed to. Like, you never know what your, what your own friends are going through. And, you know, and so it's just a shock that all this stuff is happening, but who's checking up on these people? Who's, you know, being actual friends to these people? 
And uh, as a person uh, within your friend group, I'm gonna go ahead and give you this advice, and I hope that even I continue to apply as uh, I continue to go. But uh, just have these conversations with your friends. It doesn't have to be because something happened. It can just be because you want to have this conversation. Or, hey man, how have you been? Have you been dealing with anything? How's you know things been going? Because uh, sometimes people are sitting, standing, walking, living right next to you every day in a completely Thank different you. world. In exactly. hell. And you may not even notice the signs. There, there are no warning signs. There's no set, you know, uh, rubric or something to identify when somebody's uh, going through something. Yeah. So as a person, you should really just take your opportunity to always check up on your friends because. First off, you never know what they're dealing with, and then you may never know when you are dealing with something, and you need somebody. And not because you want somebody to do something for you, but you just always want to create and foster this environment where people are uh, feel comfortable speaking about anything. You exactly. Know? Because um, you, you can't just look at stuff on the internet and be like, oh, that's so sad, we need to do something. And then proceed to do nothing at all. Yeah, that's all. It's just yeah. like keeping that energy. You know what I'm saying? And and to 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 add to what Andre was saying is just and don't feel slighted when that friend isn't ready to open up when you ask, because not everybody is ready to just say, "Man, my life is in complete shambles." Everybody is not. But as exactly. a friend, your job is to stay there, stay there, stay on them, and just even when they're not ready to open up, just continue in every way you possibly can to remind them that regardless of what they're going through, they're loved. So they don't feel like they're alone necessarily. Exactly. You know, even if they, you know, want to, want to be alone in that time, you know, you just as a friend, it's your job to remind them every day that they're not. Exactly. So when that episode is released, we're going to have some uh, people who, uh, Jade is going to also be on the episode, but uh, we're going to have some people who have uh, uh, been through some stuff uh, concerning mental illnesses. And we, we're also going to, um, try to get some professional help for you guys but um i for for that aspect i just want to know like before we even start that episode uh do you guys feel like you know mental illness can affect us on our by the perception we have and that perception being either society's perception or this perception of our religion does the religion that we worship kind of taboo certain practices uh that help that that gets us the help that we need you know do we do they kind of like make us kind of complacent to go seek that help like um so we just really want your guys feedback on that before we even release that episode and of course we're gonna have another real bull episode you know I, i've been uh, we've been having a couple people tell us about that so we're definitely gonna have another real bull episode focused around entertainment inter entertainment conspiracies and so if you guys want to be a part of that send us some entertainment conspiracies and we'll talk deeply into that we'll talk really really deeply into that but don't think we're letting up on the politics because we're not yeah <laughs> we're just trying to find the, the sweet spot between that and uh Entertainment, exactly, so we can start dishing out more entertainment co uh, content for you guys. But, you know, tell us in the ratings, uh, what do you guys like more, politics or entertainment? Of course, we're still going to keep that uh, dualist balance of both, but we're going to really try to focus on the things that you guys want to talk about. Like, we're going to soon be talking about immigration um, and how ice. Yes, and how ICE, you know, has been sending, you know, leftover immigrants to prisons, you know. Um, because they don't have enough space to house them uh, until deportation and how the people that are being deported are people who are actually been trying to get their green card for years their citizenship for years now and that is just taking so long 
and we're just gonna talk about all that we're also gonna talk about redlining a little bit more and um how it affected um the white man's perception um on the situation with uh the nfl oh yes we're gonna be giving a soon episode about that about uh the nfl's infringement on our first amendment right um but well, again, we just want to see what you guys feel like. Uh, what you guys feel is relevant, and we we're, we're really gonna want to attack that. We, we really want to. We want to make sure that we're applying the right knowledge to you guys. Cause one thing I hate about high school is like they I walk in and they tell me what they think I want to know or think I need to know. Yeah, the country is the powerhouse of the sale. That's all I know from school, bro. You couldn't. <laughs> you can't quote you no math formula. Exactly. I don't remember any books I read. Pythagorean theorem. Who is she? For sure. Yeah. I don't know her. Uh, PEMDAS. I remember that shit. Yeah. PEMDAS. PEMDAS. Uh, wide slope intercept. Force. It's not even the same no more at now, bro. Like again, when I was telling you about that, uh, the new third grade math and shit. Oh I'm yeah. Sure it's How they they starting to play with derivatives at the three at, at three years old? Like damn. Too damn much, bro. But uh, again, uh, I would even like before we wrap up, we need to do an episode about uh, current status of the NBA. You know, where's LeBron gonna go? How do we feel about the Warriors and the dynasty, or you know, just the the powerhouse that yeah. they created? Yeah, cause, cause we we're, we're gonna do a quick episode on that. But to get to give my quick opinion, so um, cause I love giving quick opinions, so you guys can disagree with me, and then we can have an episode, and I can debate the fuck out you guys. That's what so you do. Uh, so so yeah, you come on an episode. But to me, LeBron James is the greatest player in the NBA right now, hands down. Um, the fact that he is, has carried teams to the championship and to the finals nonstop, it, it just shows how great of a player he is. And then uh, it just turns out that uh, he, he, he broke his arm in game one from punching a blackboard after J.R. Smith didn't know the score and ran with the ball the other way. It was, it was crazy. Uh, but um, my thing about the Warriors is you could do whatever with LeBron. You could put him in the Western Conference. You could put him in the Eastern Conference. The Warriors are just going to have this dynasty for the wild dog. Because <laughs> think about it. If you put LeBron at the Western, in the Western Conference, then you're just going to have this stacked uh, Western Conference. So when it comes to uh, the finals, that the Western Conference blowing everybody out. Because think about it. If LeBron blowing out everybody in the East, what do you think teams like Golden State going to do to th- teams like uh Portland Trailblazers are the 76ers. Really good, uh, mediocre teams, but not championship teams. Exactly. You know, I, there's I, not many teams that have that X factor now. The uh, I feel like the NBA has gotten kind of dull, whereas that's really only, of course, just because LeBron was there, the Cavs was up there, the Warriors, and you know, stuff like Houston and Celtics. There's a couple outliers yeah. and stuff, but across the board, the NBA is pretty dry on talent. To compete with the talent that exists, like the, at top the top, talent. yeah, exactly, the cream de la crop. And I just hope that, uh, for me, in my opinion, I just hope LeBron doesn't get down about being swept because the greatest have been swept. You know, MJ's been swept, mm-hmm. Larry Bird, you know, Kobe, Shaq, all them dudes have been swept. Me. This is just LeBron. <laughs> this is just LeBron's <laughs> first time. I hope that it doesn't discourage him, and I hope people don't try and use that against him because, uh, you know, like you said, he's the greatest player on the planet right now. He Not is. just in NBA, but in my t- opinion, athlete yeah. too. Yes, man. Like and, um, all around, man. Like I, first of all, you are a nigga living in his mama house with his baby mama, 
living in the top bunk bed if you hating on another black man's success? You can't do what you doing, bro. I know we all feel entitled as consumers to have opinions on things, but I, I just... I'm it's a way to structure your opinion without being out, like, just disrespectful and stupid as hell, my nigga. You sound like you could do it. But you can't. And, yeah. and that, because practically, everybody who makes it to the NBA is cold as fuck. And they'll be anybody at your yeah. local park. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Shooting in broad daylight, that hot-ass payment, and a little chain uh, fucking nigga. Yeah, they, they'll get you on the double run, bro. Don't don't think don't think it's, it's sweet, man. That, that's that's what LeBron needs to do. Yeah, Everybody that do. talk crap about me, bro, but like I mean you at your yeah. your hometown. Local location, continue, bro. And they not just, you know, and the other thing that they have different than your local hot-ass basketball players, that nigga continues to do it every night. With people getting on his ass, mm. people are critiquing him, his family, everything. But talking about continue. eighty game seasons, you know. That, yeah, they will. He will continue to get on that court every night. Your best friend who plays basketball will stop because his coach yelled at him. <laughs> so I just need y'all to chill out. <laughs> man, fuck this shit, man. I'm going to run track. <laughs> Looking like Cuba Gooding uh, points in the no. <laughs> I don't know why you talking to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, man. I mean, hey, bro, all you could be the other Cuban Junior, just radio it, and then accidentally come up on the football team, bro. Yeah. But y'all, if y'all watch the NFL, I'm sleeping all y'all. Y'all should not be watching the NFL right now, yeah, dog. Yeah, as a black person, in my as a minority, uh, I know it's it's deep in our, our roots just because, I mean, people have been NFL fans for decades. Bro. Man, start watching rugby. Uh, yeah, get get you a new interest. Yeah, bro. you got to get you a new sport, bro. Man, like, cause, man, go outside and build a burger house or some shit. Cause you you that, don't got to watch the NFL yeah. right now. Like, shit. yes, bro. Do not, it, bro. It, boycott that, man. And I know it's easier for me because I, I just like basketball. I never really like NFL. Hey, that, we talking, but we not the biggest of fans. Nah, really. After Peyton Manning left, I just started watching the Super Bowls. Peyton Manning was my favorite player, by the way. He has a birthday. He also has my birthday. Aries game. I, I respect him, but I, I wish I like that he won on his last year. I just wish it hadn't been against Cam. I mean, that's Cam's fault, bro. Again. With his cute ass, little feisty nigga. Cam right. Cam <laughs> <Damn> this. <laughs> that wild ass him and uh, what's that nigga name? Westbrook. Russell Westbrook and him have the weirdest fashion senses. Oh, no, Russ. He, and Russ was just invited to the Fashion Awards. That's the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, he was like... Uh, so it's still I, not gonna fact, make me like, yeah, 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 I respect yeah, yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. it's still not gonna it make like, me like the yeah, that, that man, pants be up by his damn calves and shit. I'm yeah, and then and, and it's the fact that he's so tall. Yeah, and so yeah, Disclaimer: We're not saying that clothes belong on any certain gender. Yeah, this First of all, I didn't even say that. I just said he was so tall. Yeah, and that's what I'm just saying. Just because you know niggas, people gonna still get in their feelings. You guys sound like bigots. I, I was a fan of the show, but, you know, I, I just feel so disrespectful. Nah, it's not that type of audience. <laughs> the, like, the first day, then we just called, well, the first episode, we called white people racist. 
So Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm so yeah. So, right, so the fan base. Us, yeah, I'm so. sorry for insulting y'all into making y'all think y'all <laughs> oversensitive. Nah. I forgot our fan base are logical people who like to hear logical conversation. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry this episode wasn't very logical, but <laughs> again it was just it was just us talking, you know. Again, the whole scope of this is just encapsulating what we've done in the past too much, what we got planned and Again, how you guys feel about it? You know, I, hopefully we can do more episodes like this. It's been nice just to kind of riff off each other and stuff. We haven't really had a, a set uh, goal in mind to get to the end and keep talking about the process. We've really just been chopping it up and shit. Exactly. And, I mean, we're just going to continue doing what you guys like. And, uh, again, just more feedback and, you know, we're just going to keep doing this shit. Uh, oh, and, yeah, and we are going to start doing some vlogging this summer very soon. Hopefully, you know that that's our main uh things we we want to start. Most you know. definitely. Uh, please let us know if you're interested in that type of shit. Oh yeah, we've been debating it for a minute. Yeah, it's like do do we um you know you have me with such the handsome face and then Andre the dad face. So we really been debating debating if you guys ready for us on camera or not. And so you know, but I, I mean, most likely we're gonna do it. <laughs> but <laughs> on, <laughs> hey, protect your mamas, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Protect your mama 2018. I don't want you, I want your mama. Your mom, your mama. I want yeah, your mama. mama. Yeah, your mom. But, uh, yeah, bro. Not, but, uh, Andre kind of started going into something that I'm a mend on. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Dang, you have so much, bro. Wait, man, come on, come on. Okay, right, I'm listening. But if you guys network, if you guys do anything, we would want to network with you guys. Oh. And like like we put on uh, our Instagram the other day, if you guys sing, if you guys paint, if you guys rap, if you guys yo-yo, if you guys hula hoop, if you guys are political activists, like we, we really want to get involved with you guys because... We feel like since you guys support us so much, we want to support you guys. So don't be afraid to go on our Instagram and our Twitter at E2 The Podcast and just send us some stuff. You know, every promo is free. We're not going to be like, hey, yeah, that, that's uh, 30, $25 a promo. Like, no, all our promo is free. We're going to, you know, because you guys have been supporting us because we've gotten so far in two months that it's overwhelming. Yeah, if but, you have any projects, you know, you can come on and uh, talk, your, talk your stuff. Exactly. If you're looking for an avenue or, you know, just an outlet to get your message out, we definitely be down to help you do that, you know, and possibly in the future we can collaborate on whatever it is. You know, we're about building bonds, you know, and friendships and stuff. That's what the podcast to me is about. Anybody who's come on, I've enjoyed having them on. Exactly, exactly. Um, this podcast is just going to be tackling multiple things at a time. And uh, one of the last things that I want to tell you guys that um, soon, and if you live in Port Arthur, Texas, we're going to be starting a revision over division movement to where we're going to start changing the names. We, we, we're going to start the, change, the process to change Confederate names uh, of schools that are out here, such as Rob D. Lee Elementary and Dick Dolan Elementary. And so... Of course, we're going to need the, the help of you guys. And so if you guys want to be a part of that, hit me up. If you guys just want to be more active in the community, and this is to all my PA Beaumont people, Golden Triangle people, hit us up. You know, this is your avenue. Anything you need, just think about it like this. If you need support, we're your avenue. Straight like that. E2 is the avenue. So before we wrap this long, uh, undetailed, 
uh, scattered brain, uh, scattered brain un- uncensored episode. Do you guys have anything else to say? I'm Jay Nyack. <laughs> I am Andre, and I do not eat crackers. Well, this has been uh, our. Oh, you knew I was about to do it. Uh, okay. I mean, I just I'm, I just want to wait till somebody actually asks me if you're Muslim. You know, and and that's when I'm gonna stop. Somebody beat up in the street, bro. Somebody gonna run up me. Hey, bro, you the Muslim, right? And then they gonna get shot. But you Muslim, get shot, bro. But Muslims have to be like the nicest saying, people. Jaylen, you, Islamic people. I'm not though. So you giving them a bad name? <laughs> I'm a terrible person. First off, you know what I'm saying? You disrespect the Muslim people. Oh, first of all, you're a terrorist, yeah. and the Islamic people aren't terrorists. Only white, only white kids are terrorists. But uh, oh, we man. we had a wonderful episode <laughs> oh. today. <laughs> if you guys have anything to comment on, if you have any feedback to give us, Santa Fe, let them spray. Uh, you can. Uh, if you have any, if you have anything to con, if you have any feedback to give back to the podcast, again. E to the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Voice message us on the app. Keep favoring the podcast. And run up on us in the street. Pull up. Pull up.